And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a comedian as sweet and all-American as Hotok and Bat Pinsu. It's Jenna Kim Jones. More than just a pretty hashtag, he also happens to be a Snapchat filter power user. It's the hashtag Al. Chef Jeff is here to mustard your hamburgers and relish your wieners. I'm her husband, Daniel, and Allison is every woman to me. Literally every single one I've read about in the DSM so far. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little lady fingers. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Greg is not here. I'll get into that in a moment. Hello, Jenna. Hello. Hello, Al. Hello. Hello, Daniel, who has also stepped away from the table, but just for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Jeff. Hi, Allison Rosen. You seem very excited to see all of us. Fuck all y'all. That's nice. Whoa. All of us? Even your... Hep new internet husband. What's his name? D Quants on the Snappy. <laughs> <laughs> he insists upon calling it Snappy. <laughs> it works. And I almost no no no. I was gonna say this. Well, this is like a deleted tweet, which is a segment that we may get into again. We may resurrect later. Mm. But I'm just gonna give you guys a teaser. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Daniel. Welcome back. Okay, sorry. Uh, I was going to tweet, which is worse, people that call champagne champers or a breakfast brekkie? Ooh, but champers. I've never heard of either one of them. You those. haven't heard breakfast brekkie no, for breakfast? No, and I'm upset. This is like the first time I saw truck nuts. <laughs> I wasn't just upset that they existed. I was upset that I was aware of them. Now I can never unsee them. Yeah. Well, now you, can, you, you can't unhear brekkie. Every time somebody says breakfast, I'll think brekkie. You don't hear champers or champers very often, but no. when you do, it does make you Where did you hear it? Uh. Is this like a... On that show, Vanderbilt Pumps Rules. (laughs) What is it called? Vanderpump Rules? Um, I think they call it Champs. Champs? Yeah. I should know. I'm like completely obsessed with this show now. (laughs) You guys, I tried to watch the first episode. Okay? I went on Hulu. They have every season. Mm Mm-hmm. I started it, and I got into when the girl who just decided she was going to be a singer... Sheena? <laughs> Sheena. Yeah. Who, and all she did was make very graphic sexual noises the entire pop yes. song. Yes. And I was like, what is happening? And oh. then I and then I thought, like, maybe Sam shouldn't watch this with me because she was with me. She's very impressionable. And I turned it too. off. <laughs> that scene was actually a little bit uncomfortable. Right? Um, because her boyfriend was in the vocal booth and the producer was like, huh, you could do this every night, huh? <laughs> ugh, <laughs> it was pretty gross. Yeah. Um, okay, we started... Look, I can't... <laughs> I can't defend this show. I can just tell you that I'm obsessed, and now Daniel is too. He even got upset. I watched a few episodes without him, and he got upset. That's betrayal. It's extremely addicting. Yeah. Well, I think the problem is we started out watching like That's what I was going to say. We episodes. started watching the most recent episode, and so now we're going you back. You really have to start at the beginning. <laughs> if we had started <laughs> you know. at the beginning, though, maybe we would have had the Jenner reaction. Here's the thing. I yeah, know maybe. it's a show I could get addicted to. A hundred percent. I just realized like in this one moment, like, what am I watching? 
she just wants to be famous. You got to push. She past has no right. skill. You got to push through that. I know. I know. But, but that it's also like, applies to every. Character. I have so many oh, yeah. shows. Well, no, I've watched so many shows in my. I used to watch every Housewives, so it's not like I can judge you guys for like. Oh, I can't believe you watch that show. I would get into it. I'm just saying it was a weird experience. Did you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Because that's what this spun off of. No, yeah. that's when I I fell off the boat at Atlanta. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But I used to be obsessed. So it's not like I'm not, you know, I know Bravo. I get it. Only on Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so I did Joe Rogan's podcast on my birthday, which was last week. Uh, I had a, I had, I have to say, surprisingly good birthday. I am someone who tends to get a little depressed on my birthday. Uh, and also three weeks before my birthday and two weeks after. I just, I don't like the whole, okay. it's like a season that <laughs> it doesn't work for me. Um, and this year though, I really didn't feel any of that. I just felt pretty like happy and even the whole day. Um, so I did Joe Rogan's podcast and we ended up talking about reality shows for a sizable chunk of the time. And I was thinking... I wonder if the Joe Rogan fans are into this kind of talk. And I don't even know that it was me that drives it in that direction. I feel mm-hmm. like it just sort of went in that direction on its own. And then, of course, I'm open to talking about it. But I did have a moment in there of like, who who all besides me and Joe, I have to say, is super into this? Well, he was, I forget how you guys got into it, but he was talking about people he knew that were in that sphere. Like oh, he, that's right. Yeah, he knows. Oh, you know what? I think mm-hmm. it, I think you got into it because you you guys were somehow talking about plastic surgery. Yes, that would make sense. So yeah, that, if, it wasn't even like you started talking about... I want to say it was a highbrow discussion of reality shows. <laughs> <laughs> a highbrow sort of what it all means, cultural yeah. discussion, really incisive. I they, think it was. Thank you, Jeff. But it also was still about reality shows. That's how smarty pants is like you try to defend <laughs> watching those shows by talking like it's, it's, so there's something smart. I'm to be trying taken to learn it. something about yeah past the way culture mm. pre yeah and present. Yeah, I don't just future. watch it because it's trashy. There's something really intelligent to no, be learned. Just, well, Daniel, remember I told you that I had that <laughs> that horrible dream, and then I told you about the dream, and you're like, you've been watching too much Vanderpump because it involved <laughs> I I you was somewhere. <laughs> no, I wasn't in Cabo. I was in a parking lot, but there was a beach next door, and I came back, and I had a beer in my hand, and I had a few sips, and I had to pour it out, and then there was like a magnum of champers, <laughs> champagne, in my car, and I was worried about getting a DUI. And I, yeah, and my dreams have been affected. I dreamt last night we're in the, I was in the Bahamas. Oh so my like, gosh. I would never, you know, like some tropical vacation. <laughs> I would never do that. You guys but were on you, Bachelor in Paradise in your dreams. Yeah. Well, but you were in the Bahamas thinking, I don't get what the big deal is, right? <laughs> there was definitely a lot of like partying and sort of spring break activity happening in but, the hotel, though. But you told me this morning that in... Who were you with? I was with Trevor. Oh, we're, yeah. we're on a business trip to the Bahamas, and I didn't want <laughs> right. to go. It was like, what's the big deal? But yeah, that, yeah, that was your reaction. <laughs> you didn't see what... We're going to go to the beach or something, whatever. Right. So... Lots of stuff to get into. Um, we have a very special guest, super fan, Rafael mm-hmm. Castaneda, who's sitting to my left. He will be joining us in a bit. Uh, when I was on Jimmy Pardo's podcast-a-thon, which was very fun, um, the whole part, the whole podcast-a-thon that is called Podcast-a-thon uh, is to raise money for Operation Smile. And so I auctioned off a guest spot on the show 
and Raphael was kind enough and generous enough to donate enough that he is here now. Um, unfortunately, Greg is not here, but we have a little message from him. Hey, you guys, it's me, Greg, the hell dog. <laughs> um, hey, I can't be on the show tonight because I am still working. I have all this work stuff to do. It's TV. It's very important. So it has to get done because if TV <laughs> oh isn't gosh. done, the repercussions are pretty serious for almost nobody. Anyway, I can't be there tonight. So I apologize. And I would like to particularly apologize to Rafael Castaneda, Alison Rosen superfan. Although I spoke earlier today with Alison and she informed me that you were probably there to meet Bono. So this is not that big of a letdown to you. As long as you get to shake hands with the queen, I think we all know things will be okay. Anyway, uh, hopefully I can be there next week. I'm super sorry. I love everybody. I, I love everybody. <laughs> okay, have a good show. Thanks. Hey, you guys. The so house is full of pot smoke! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did we wake him up? <laughs> He he texted me and said that he was waiting for a woman to leave the office so that he could record this. So I get the sense oh, that he was like, hey, you guys, sorry, right. I can't be there. Um, <laughs> regarding the comment, Raphael, it's occurring to me that, Raphael, I'm talking to someone off mic. This is going to this is going to really come to life for the listeners and for you, Raphael. You couldn't hear that message, could you? Correct. OK, he said no. <laughs> you guys. Um, anyway. We'll deal with that later. But um, <laughs> to the listeners who did hear Greg's comment that I had assured him that Raphael was here to meet Bono, that is, <laughs> which is me, uh, that is because Greg, remember when he gave me shit for not letting him off the hook when mm -hmm. he couldn't do the show a while ago? Oh, yeah. Yes. So mm -hmm. when he's like, hey, tonight just got really hard, I wrote back, okay, no problem. Um, and then he, he's... I mean, it, we sort of went back and forth, but I was trying to be like, I was trying to not put pressure on him. But then I said that Raphael was coming tonight and he has questions for us. And he's like, oh, now I feel bad. And I'm like, it's okay. He paid to meet Bono. <laughs> 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 um, but then later I said to him, I'm sure he'll be sad that he doesn't get to meet you. And he's like, you're making me feel terrible. Or like, you suck. So I, I don't know where the line is between letting him know he's valued but also not making him feel bad he, he's just giving you a hard time the okay the yeah. difference is you weren't trying to make him feel bad you were just telling him yes that, yeah whereas before you were sort of i wasn't trying to make him feel bad i was just trying to let him know that i would like for him to try to come you, you, no, the no, difference is wait. in this case you're not trying to manipulate him into being on the show before you were <laughs> that's a good choice of words good choice of words i mean it's what it was listen i'm just gonna <laughs> somebody's like, married to somebody call it as i sees it you know like, well i, I would use not, encourage that's permanent that's not true that mm -hmm. is not true let's just peel back the days it's just how i remember it i could be wrong i would question why you remember that that way because <laughs> if you remember greg was like hey i'm not sure if i'll be able to make it tonight or not and i said something like um, okay, well, I hope you can, but let me know. And he, if, if I remember correctly, and I realize I've said that a number of times when I do remember correctly, um, 
he was trying to say, I can't make it. And he was hoping I'd say, that's okay. But instead, what he said is, I don't know if I can make it or not. So he was being indirect. I was not being manipulative. No, what was your response? I think it was like, I don't, do you remember, Jenna? You you weren't letting him off the hook is what it was. Because he would say like, things are pretty busy here. And you're like, well, cool. Hope yeah. you make it. Like, yes. See at six <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But I thought that, but I didn't realize he wanted to be let, uh, let off right. the hook. Oh, yeah. No, I think he's like, tonight's crazy. I'm like, okay. Can't wait to talk about it on the show. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> right. it was something like that. But I lit, I really uh, did not understand that he was trying to ask to right. be released from the podcast. Because, of course, yeah. no one had, you know, no one is it's bound. A, it's a subtle manipulation. On his part. Yeah, he should just be up front. Just say directly. But it sounds to me like he just really wants us to talk about how much we miss him tonight. Look at us. Yeah, based us. on we're, that video or that message. I, we are talking about him. I know we're giving him exactly God, what he wants. Who's manipulating him? Mm. Yeah. The manipulatee is manipulating the man- manipulator. I can't Make it worse, Rob. <laughs> Make it worse. It's like he's not here and yet he's here. You know, I will miss Greg, though, because probably one of my favorite things about the podcast that I don't think I've ever talked about is when he gets his phone secretly out during the show <laughs> and is texting with his wife about really weird things. Oh, is that who he's texting? Uh, usually, yeah. And it's either like about something he needs to do or something he didn't do or something about the cat. And then every once in a while, I he knows I'm eavesdropping, so he'll just blatantly show me the phone. It's like a nice little thing we have over here on this side of the table. <laughs> Yeah, the second he's not, nest- he's not mm-hmm. in the conversation. Yeah, the phone is out, mm-hmm. and he's slyly but not slyly texting. <laughs> exactly. Um, Jenna, yes. check said, the turt. You said that you and Al did some vocal exercises in the car on the way here. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. We thought, okay, Greg's not coming tonight. We better bring our A plus game. You know, because you usually bring your A game, right? Exactly. <laughs> so I told Al, like, are you pumped? Are you energized? Do you have things to say? And then he started doing some weird vocal exercise, and then I followed it with my vocal exercise, which I think is much more beneficial than his. Go ahead. What were yours? <laughs> there was a little bit of that. There was a lot of that. Listen, I come from a Grammy award-winning high school choir, okay? I've heard that and a lot. <laughs> I did a vocal warm-up that Wait. Jen didn't appreciate. Al was, was in a choir? A million oh, yeah. choirs, yeah. I was yeah. in choir uh, all through high he school. He was in a scat choir. What was it called? I was, I was in a vocal jazz group I called. Call it, I call it a scat I choir. Just coming our, out our, I know. our mascot <laughs> was uh, Wildcats. And so yeah. we were called the Wild Scats. Oh, oh my God. What kind of stuff so did you perform? Funny. Uh, you know, we would sing oh. things like, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, I Only Have Eyes for You. You know, like those type of Jazz Ender, songs. How does, how, does that one, how does that one go? I only have eyes for you. You know, stuff like that. Is it acapella? Uh, no, we would have like a jazz trio, like a bass and a piano and a drum set. Yeah. And then we would just do vocal <laughs> arrangements. <laughs> and then out. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then it was a little... And then the worst part was the director would like point to you and you have to like... Wait, so it wait, I didn't worst. know that was like a train scat that <laughs> we were hearing. I didn't either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. It all and makes then, sense though. And then I was in a, a group <laughs> called World Voices. 
where we sang songs from all over the world, world voices. And as part of that group uh, was a breakout group. Uh, I was in an acapella group called Otake. (laughs) What does that mean? Something in... Swahili or something. Would you do Swahili acapella or was it? We just would we would sing acapella songs from all over the world. Uh, Can but we hear a sample. Yeah. Well, my part I was like a baritone, That's so my part was fine. like this: doom 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 <laughs> for like four and a half minutes straight. Hubba hubba. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was in varsity choir. Varsity choir. Lettered in choir. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Do that in high school. But then, like, the Grammy Association or whatever started giving out Grammy Awards to high schools. And, like, the top five get, like, Grammy gold or something like that. And And we won a Grammy. Yeah. Do you have a Grammy? I don't have, like, a statue, but, like, the whole music department won a Grammy. Yeah. I would would you record anything or was there a competition or how did they how did they What judge? they do is they measure like how your orchestra, band, and choir and all your music programs, how do they like rate all together? Hmm. And like the top groups that do like I don't know, they get rated the, rated the highest. Okay. So and our, now for Zabity Dubop. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then I would play uh, I would play jazz guitar in like for like the pep band and stuff. We'd go right. to like Oh my goodness. Yeah. So well, look at you. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Here we were talking about Daniel's Tucson Boys Choir. Days. I know, like I was so special, and I'm sitting here next to a Grammy award winner. Wild scat. <laughs> so anyway, we're in the car, and I just went beepo 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 beep beepo 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 beep, and you know, just did all that stuff. And she's like, "That's not even vocal warm up." And I was like, "My Grammy says it is." Yeah, and then and I'm not talking about my Grammy aluminum linoleum aluminum linoleum because you need to pronounce. Well, and Bibu 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 or Babu Booby Booby doesn't. I mean, what are you working on there? You weren't even paying attention. <laughs> it, uh, it's jazz warm ups, you know. Yeah. It's not. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Al, have you ever done aluminum linoleum? He tried. It wasn't. I, tried. Yeah. I did good. <laughs> aluminum linoleum, aluminum linoleum. Boom. I bet. I bet Al's What's always next? been good at tongue twisters. Doesn't he seem like the kind of guy that never gets tripped up by a tongue twister? I guess. Yeah. I, I would know. be like the guy who'd practice them. Yeah, like, so I'd be like, it's like boring to do them with you because you always just yeah. nail it and you're like, whatever. Wait, yeah. what other vocal exercises are... Clearly, I need to do them. <clears throat> exercises are there besides aluminum linoleum, Jenna. Oh, well, I don't really know that many uh, because I didn't do choir a million years in high school. Um, you just you performed know at Lagoon in Utah? <laughs> we did like... An, like Our vocal exercises for singing were really annoying. Like Things like... <clears throat> Let's see. I don't even know. You if have I to do like do the high thing, like a boo. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Kind of that's stuff. what I was. Yeah. Boo. I've never heard. <laughs> is that really a vocal exercise? Yeah. I've never. What heard is that, that for? It's to like loosen up your vocal cords, hit the high notes, like you get you warmed up. Nasal range. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, you know stretching. Or we'd out. go like la 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 la. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that last la for? <laughs> to get to the next level. Yeah. You keep oh. going. You ramp up. La, 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 so la. we used to do a combination of the two. We would do like the tongue twister with the yeah. vocal. So we'd do like chunky chicken vegetable, chunky chicken vegetable, chunky See? chicken Look vegetable, a chunky chicken vegetable That's a good soup. One. Wait, did you really Soup. end? Soup. <laughs> did you really do that? Mm-hmm. I love it. Wow, this oh. is great. They give me this is going to be the vocal warm up. So podcast. all of this. When does. are we going to sing yes. a duet? I'm just saying. I mean, come on. Yeah, we'll have to <laughs> right practice. now would be a great time. It would, wouldn't it? Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of harmonizing, 
Jenna and I harmonize without even trying yeah. on many a drop. And it made, oh. oh. it made me wonder, are our natural speaking voices at appropriate harmony intervals? I don't, we must I don't speak choir. Hmm. Like, let's just both say a word and see if it's harmonized. What word? Like, are you be? in the same key? <clears throat> I guess. Um, spaghetti. Okay. One, two, three. Spaghetti. spaghetti. Did it sound beautiful? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fucking beautiful. Well, spaghetti's not really what I would choose to harmonize <laughs> with. Uh, what would you choose? I don't know. Like, Listen, uh, Wild Scat. Some of us are like, just improvising. Something that ends in a vowel, like boo. Well, spaghetti ends in a vowel, but okay, we can do boo. Okay. One, two, three. Boo. boo. See, there you go. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> was it? It was weird. Melodic and... Uh, I thought the first one was more melodic. Yeah, I think really? spaghetti was better. I kind of yeah. do too. You guys, you Sorry. sound wow, like when, you, when it's like a, one of those children's shows and it's a read-along show. Oh, yeah, like Zoom. Yeah, and you guys sound like... Uh, you know, in Sesame Street, it's like, like the letter A, and it's all the kids saying A at the same yeah. time. That's what you guys sound like. Aww. <laughs> okay, let's do the letter A. One, two, three. A. a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, we, did, yeah. we are ready for public television. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Was, Was it, it good? good? Twitter. <laughs> oh that's gosh. just creepy. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's just creepy. Okay, so I need to talk about something. Now, I think you guys can attest to this. I am not someone who rants normally. I would not say that I rant about minutia. I enjoy minutia. I'm fascinated with it. I like to talk about it, but I don't get irritated by it. You're not a ranter. Correct. <laughs> yeah. You're not a rant comedian. I, definitely not. No. Fuck! <laughs> but there's, some, there's a situation I need to talk about, and I worry that it's going to veer into rant land, but I'll pull it right back out. Um, okay, it's the thing when you ask someone a question, which is like a pretty logical question, and they're like, I have no idea. I wouldn't even have the foggiest. And they make you feel like an <laughs> asshole for asking a fairly obvious question. Yeah. I will give you an example. Yeah. Do you know? You're, I know this feeling, yes. Yes. On. Also on email, sometimes it happens. And then when there's no tone at all, you just feel like the biggest asshole for asking. <laughs> like they're making you feel stupid for asking a very reasonable question yes yeah. okay so at the fertility clinic where i um spend all my money and my time uh i've been going there for long enough now that there are certain nurses who i really like like in my head already it's like i like i i want to buy them gifts and name if i get pregnant my children after them and then there are other ones <laughs> particularly one who i just I don't love her general attitude and she's kind of a know-it-all and she's she's very confident but she's wrong about stuff but I like the way she does her makeup anyway the waiting room they're doing construction in so now they have a separate waiting room which I can tell is actually their break room and I can tell that because when I'm in there they all come in and then open up the freezer or the refrigerator and it smells so bad definitely break room yeah so now the break room is the overflow waiting room so I was in there and aforementioned nurse who who's not my favorite came in and she's like oh it is crazy out there um and i said i know i'm like do you happen to know if there's a lot of people ahead of me she's like i don't have any idea i wouldn't begin to know and then she filled up her water bottle she's like all i know is i haven't had any water today i'm like 
Okay. Look, lady, I didn't ask you to <laughs> prognosticate the way the earth is going to end and specifically when it's going to happen. I asked you if you know, happen to know my position on the, you know, waiting list, which is a thing that is not outside the realm of the kind of things that you would know. And it reminded me of when I was on an airplane years ago, back when I had a disc man, might have been even been a walk man. And, um, Maybe I was young, hadn't taken a zillion flights. I don't know what's at their disposal. So I said to the flight attendant, do you happen to have any AA batteries? <laughs> well, listen, she didn't have AA batteries. She didn't have C batteries. She didn't have D batteries. She didn't have 9 volt. And she didn't have AAA. She doesn't have any batteries. She ran, she, she ran down the list with she you? Didn't actually, she didn't actually say 9 volt. I, I wish she had. <laughs> she just doesn't have any AA. She doesn't have any A. She doesn't, mm. Is there an A? She doesn't have any AAA. She did. She named not. as many. <laughs> well, she didn't have more than just what I asked. And she also didn't have some others that I didn't ask for. Uh. And she let me know that she definitely no batteries. Um, so, you know what? Shut up, bitches. <laughs> wow. You see, Powerful she stuff. pulled the rant back out and just ended with that. Yeah. I, just, I liked I, it. I'm done. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I, I, just, I don't know, would suffice. You don't have to make the person feel like yeah. a total jerk for asking well, she, an obvious question. Was she doing it in a tone? It, it depends a little She's bit on She's always tone. in that tone. That's my issue. Yeah. Because the way you did it just now makes me feel, but this is because it's coming from you. Like I'm manipulating you? <laughs> yes, I feel very manipulated. <laughs> uh, I feel like, you know, why do you want me to do all these chores? No, um... And when you say it, it sounds like someone who's trying to have fun. No, there was not an element but of fun. I know the nurse you're talking about, and so if it comes out kind of bitchy, then it's it's a little bit about the tone, like uh, a douche. Is there a question in there? <laughs> well, she wasn't I'm just being, she wasn't. Yeah. When being you were playful. telling the story, I was thinking, well, that's not actually a good example of what you're talking about. But then I had uh, to do the math. Oh, and, it comes out. I'm just telling the listeners. It's it, when this woman said it. I'm sure it was a lot bitchier than the way Allison said it. Thank you. It was. Yeah. It it just made me feel like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to ask you an inappropriate question right. when you're busy. Like she didn't have a smile on her face when she said it. No, she had her like general sort of. Don't bother me. Yeah, I, I think right. that sometimes people forget why they have the job that they have. Yes. And I, I always make a rule like when I treat people poorly, when they ask me to do a thing that's part of my job or that wasn't that hard when I started, I need to get out of that position or I need to change things up. Like customer service, like when like I used to work at Verizon Wireless and someone would come in with the same problem on their phone and I'd be so mad at them for <laughs> it. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like chill out. And that nurse is probably just like, Yes. It's such yeah, a small because, thing. Like my blood test got moved and she acted like it was my fault that she now had extra work. I'm like, yeah. I didn't I didn't yeah. change the date that we have to do this. I'm sorry that you now have to call the lab or what like whatever happens on the back yeah. end of a blood test. Not my there problem. Are, there are a lot of great nurses and people that you'll meet at these places, but you there are a lot of really bad ones. And you wonder like how much better the whole experience that a doctor's office would be if everybody there had the same mentality as waiters and waitresses where they felt like they were like oh i'm serving a customer rather like if you than, gave them tips. rather than <laughs> you're like this huge inconvenience and every single question is a big fucking pain in their ass you know 
I do have to say, whenever I dare say anything that sounds negative about nurses, I get nurses who write me who are like, it's a thankless job. We say, yeah, no, I totally get it. I want to say, yes, two things. Yes, great nurses are great. And also, technically, we're not even talking about nurses. We're talking about front office people. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this is a front office person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're. they're, I don't think they're actually RNs. I think they're. Um, like uh, no, she's someone who draws like blood. technicians, medical assistant. Me- like like, tech. She could be a medical CNA tech. Or or like tech. tech. Yeah, because yeah. because they go into the room with you because you're never alone with the doctor. They go into the room with you and they do the chart and then they also like will draw. She'll draw blood. And listen, it's a str- I get it. Well. It's a stressful, thankless job, but it's also really scary for people to go in there. And when you encounter someone who's just like annoyed with you, it it doesn't help. That's all. That's what. That's why I say it's like I but, think they get to this point where they burn out, or they're doing yes. it for the money because my, nurses. Some nurses can get paid. My really mom well works only. with nurses, and it's a huge problem of um, compassion, compassion fatigue. Fa- compassion fatigue. And oh, so yeah. she's she's constantly Absolutely. like having to work. But really, the big question here is: Is there another profession other than nurses that has a more stuffed lunch refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get I feel it? Like, you- I feel like I feel like nurses have the most food in their refrigerator of any. Am I wrong? Did you get a glimpse? Or no, I got just- a smell. I got yeah. a whiff of it. It was like someone like cracked it open, and it was just like it was like the reek of a landfill suffocated the room. It was unbelievable. I overheard the staff talking about the fact that something is rotten in there. Oh fuck! It was. I still am traumatized. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. I'm bad. trying to think if there's another job. Yeah, I'm really. I'm oh, really, right. Okay, so what's of, the question again? Another is there job another profession where the lunch refrigerator is fuller than with nurses? Right. So you could ask some listeners if you're nurses, take a picture of your fridge, tweet it to us, and then people in other industries take yeah. a picture of <laughs> yes. your fridge. Yeah, and who, whoever us. wins gets to have bragging rights and what the is the hashtag and by the way i i have to add i'm sitting here feeling uncomfortable worrying that we've angered nurses nurses i love you i just there's my, one there's one lady i don't like that's it i this isn't an anti-nurse thing my mom again my mom i grew up my mom worked in a hospital they all brought their lunches no i'm i'm not talking about know. the refrigerator anymore she's <laughs> <laughs> oh. talking about it's our just, conversation right. before no it's oh, just well the that's one, on you i'm i'm cool yeah, with this. it's the one nurse that has the problem and there's always one or two and can yeah. i say there's In probably 10 yeah. of them there and one of them is so that's a pretty good ratio totally yes. um okay so Some of them are amazing right Hashtag for the most part bridge. i love everyone so and if i'm out of line uh it's the hormones, I'm but sure. it's hashtag. Okay. What? It, yeah, hashtag about, has, lunch fridge, lunch fridge, fridge. Work, work fridge. Hashtag a r i y m b f work fridge. Well, then they're <laughs> not going to be any room. Okay, hashtag work fridge. There you go. Okay. Well, wait. Do we not need any a r i y m b f in the hashtag? It, it just, you know, I'm sure there's been a lot of podcasts that have done hashtag work fridge. I just don't want to get it. I don't want to get it confused. <laughs> okay, you know, we'll I don't do want hashtag, there to be... hashtag work fridge. That works. Um, okay. <laughs> I would like to thank you guys for Amazon support. Thank you so much. We're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps something to put in your hashtag work fridge. Click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra and it helps the show so much. You guys, thank you for Amazon support. Thank you for PayPal support. PayPal links on the right side of the website. Soon I will get Patreon up and running. 
So that's happening at some point. Um, also an announcement. Uh, so the fan cast dedicated to this podcast, which is sort of like an after show of this podcast, was called JMO Patrol, and it is now called Best Friends Fan Cast. It kind of has been overhauled. It is now hosted by Lisa Lari, who you may know as at JMOs and BFFs, formerly JMOs and Bobos. Um, and uh, it's very cool. Yeah, I was awesome. listening to it today, and I um, thought it was awesome. And I think that if you enjoy this show and you want to hear more talk about this show, both the Thursday and the Monday episodes, uh, it's it's an intelligent look into the show. I am giving myself all the credit, but I want to give myself all the credit, but I had <laughs> nothing. It sprouted up completely outside of me. I mean, other than me giving it the reason to exist. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I feel like I am crossing the line from self-deprecating pretending to be an obnoxious person into just obnoxious hmm. don't let me know if you agree with me anyway best friends fan cast hi in general or just about that <laughs> crossing as in it, like it's like a long crossing process or no like i fully shed my uh humility and now i'm just an obnoxious butterfly <laughs> But majestic, but obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm this is what I'm saying. Um, tell us, Bono. Tell <laughs> us. <laughs> Let me take my sunglasses off. <laughs> you don't need to fan me, thank you. Here's what I'm saying. I think it is funny to pretend to be very full of myself and very pleased with myself and just an insufferable, obnoxious asshole. So I say things, everyone here is smirking, (laughs) it's making me uncomfortable. So I say things, that's a character I play. (laughs) 24 hours a day. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. She's a method actress. I'm worried that that that's turning into, that's what I'm saying. I'm worried that it's no longer funny and it's just obnoxious. (laughs) But I'm not so worried that I'm going to change. I'm just going to bore you with my discussion of it. I am giving myself all the credit. Speak your truth, Allison. Speak your truth. Thank you, girlfriend. You know what? (laughs) Fuck it. I should be able to say whatever I want. And if I hurt someone's feelings, fuck them. (laughs) Let's do iTunes comment of the week. Oh, I'm realizing (laughs) that goes straight from me talking about that into a segment (laughs) wherein I talk about when someone reads a comment talking about how great the show is. Let's get to that in a second. Let's first talk about this thing that happened to me today. Okay. In the kitchen, making a salad. Uh, and then good I so made far. the salad. Mm. What'd you say? It's a good story so far. <laughs> it's in, about to pick up. Into it. Mm-hmm. Standing there and I, and I had this thought. You know, I don't feel like eating this salad standing up here over the trash can like I eat many other things that I eat. <laughs> and I also don't really feel like going and taking it and sitting in front of the computer or sitting in front of the television, I kind of, for the first time, feel like sitting down at a table like a civilized human being. Oh. Now, the table that would serve that purpose is this table, which we've, the dining room table, which we never used. We used it like once or twice or maybe three times. And so it was no problem to turn the studio, to, to use it for the studio. But I just, I don't know. I might be growing up and I want to know do you guys eat at a table? Mm hmm. Mind you, I'm someone who eats eggs out of the trash, so I'm weird. <laughs> I have dropped okay. I've dropped so many eggs into the trash, 
And now that I have a rule, no eating eggs that I dropped in the trash, <laughs> I haven't even, it's just like, okay, there goes the egg. Bye-bye wow. egg, which is a reference to a real old joke. You are growing up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, That's I the just first don't step even, of maturity I know, is not I don't eating even, eggs out of the garbage anymore. <laughs> but I mean, I'm talking about an egg that falls on top of a magazine or something. Like, it's just right on the surface. It's as if I set a plate in the trash and the egg fell onto the plate in the trash. <laughs> That's what I should do. <laughs> Line on, the trash with a plate. On oh, top you of your copy of the latest issue of Garbage Eater magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm June in Garbage Eater magazine. <laughs> anyway. So you, Ooh, guys- you got to write up in the June episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big episode. It's the double issue. Yeah. <laughs> we eat at a table. Only when I make us. Yeah. <laughs> I would... Yeah, except I ate at the table today by myself. Did you really? But that's because I had my laptop with me. Oh. So it doesn't count. I ate breakfast at the table by myself on Sunday morning. What? Yeah, I do that sometimes. Where am I? Sleeping? Do you read the newspaper? Yeah. No, I just, uh, I watched like a 30 for 30 documentary while I ate my eggs and toast. So you still watch something? Yeah. Yeah. No, do you, but do we you have, a TV have eaten... or is it on your phone or something? I just did it on my phone. Okay. We yeah. have eaten at the table... Just talking, like normal dinner, probably seven times since we've been married. That's probably right. Thanksgiving yeah. was one of them. Yep. Wait, Thanksgiving That's one of ours table. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to do something nice for that. And then otherwise, it's like, it's only if like eating at the couch is so risky because you have like soy soup. sauce and soup and like the, you know, there's too much going yes. on, then it's like, we better eat the table because this could go really Even south. then, I still want to, but Al's like, we should, let's, let's, let's be civilized. <laughs> I just go, come on. We've hit the we've hit the limit here. Yeah, I, don't I think know. that's probably it. It's about right. It still feels weird though, because like, so what do we talk about? <laughs> the, so we in, just talk about watching TV. Like, what are we going to watch after we finish eating? Well, that the the other time that we ate at this table, that's what I remember. Like, okay, when can we go watch our shows? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but growing I can't up, can't enjoy the food with nothing else right? to distract me from the food. Growing up, how was it? Like, would you always eat dinner at the dinner we table? We ate dinner always. at the dinner table every night so when my dad we. got home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we did, did too. We. Yep. So why why are we all such miscreants? Because it's, we don't have kids that we eat, like, if I, if once Samantha's well, I don't old have enough. a table anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but if we did, we would That's eat true. <laughs> once Samantha's old enough, I would like to have family dinner. Like I did growing up. Yeah. But yeah. for the two of us, I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. We just talk to each other all the time anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. What is the president coming over? <laughs> Turn on Netflix already. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's something about with the kid, you're sort of giving them an experience of family. Yeah. Whereas it's like, we're not, we don't need to give each other that. We just, I, I that's what I pay Netflix for. I do wonder if it's just... <laughs> How much are we paying them? I do wonder if it's generational, though, because my dad, if he's making something, like even just microwaving soup, he will set himself a place at the table. Oh, man. It's it's cute. It's like silverware. But can I just say, your dad also, when he watches TV, is not watching a program. He's either flipping through channels... Or he's watching the oldies music station, so it's not like it's, it's not, not like oldies a music station. It's he's just like old and he's program. watching the music station. It's not like there's a oh. program he's dying to watch. That's you true. Know. I love I love your dad, by the way. I know that was not a. Yeah. Speaking of reality shows, my dad got into um, Am- my Amish wedding. 
Oh. Or my gypsy wedding. My or gypsy. I think it was, he was gypsy. He was yeah. watching, yeah. but there's an Amish something. They probably he was watching both too. exist. My, Am- my Amish gypsy. There's yeah. something well, there was a, Amish. What is it? I don't know. Breaking Amish. There was. Yes. The, <laughs> yeah. There's one called. I breaking think there Amish. is that, is that when they thing? go on their room springer. The room springer. Yeah. 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 My dad knows all about it. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a terrible. terrible but he's like thing. really into it. Uh, fairly into it. I think he's pretty up on TV. Huh. The first time I went to Alan's home to visit his parents. See, I grew up in a house where we did have family dinner every night, but we also ate out a lot and and yeah. like probably more than a lot of families, um, especially as I got older because most of my siblings were out of the house and it was just my mom and my brother and myself. And so sitting at the table and doing family dinner started to feel weird again Mm -hmm. because there wasn't like the camaraderie of the whole family and whatever. And so we ate out a ton. And then when I went to visit Alan's parents for the first time, I'm so used to like when I go on vacation, I never eat at where I'm staying or like make food. Like it's every meal's out. So I was like treating it like, oh, we're going to like... Ohio we're going to I'm on a vacation this is great and the then finest like, of Ohio cuisine we sat at the table for every meal like three times a day yeah. and it was the weirdest experience and I I still there's still something about it when we go to your house it's like oh you guys are gonna like now you're gonna make lunch and at my house that never <laughs> that doesn't happen it's like I can't imagine the three times a day thing at my house it was just dinner oh no this three was like day? well my parents they just like hang out together they don't do anything, you know, yeah. like outside. It's so it's always like, hey, it's Saturday. You guys want to make lunch? Let's make lunch. We all sit down. So and we did, bre- yeah, but we did breakfast and then we did yeah. like a nice light lunch <laughs> and then we sat down for dinner. And I just remember thinking, like, what is happening? This is like, <laughs> I just have never eaten like this in my entire <laughs> yeah. life. This well, is so weird. We come from two very different families where, like, when we go to Jenna's house, it's like, I bought this food. This is my food. So no one touches food. <laughs> and you're like, well, we're family. We could probably, like, no, no, if you leave it here, it's going to be gone. This is our food. We bought this. Like, oh, okay. No, the rule in my mom's house is that if you leave the food in the kitchen, then it's for everyone. But if if you don't want someone to eat it, then you need to take it away and hide it. What if it? Yeah. In your food locker under (laughs) your bed? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. What if it needs to be refrigerated? Then there's a refrigerator downstairs that you can like hide stuff in. in. Behind a doll's head. But all I'm saying is, if you... A severed doll's head. That's true. That's true. Did we talk about that on this podcast? No. No, that was our podcast. I'm not making that up. That's a true story. (laughs) In the refrigerator? Mm -hmm. No, there's a doll that we chopped up one time, and we pranked each other with it. And one time, the first time Alan came home (laughs) to visit, someone put the doll head in the freezer and then told him to go get something from Uh, the freezer. No. And he opened it. I opened it up and saw it, and then I thought, like... Am I supposed to talk about this? <laughs> is this something we're not addressing? Or do, like, if I do talk about it, am I like somehow punished? Like, haha, you have to do the dishes now. Like, is there like a family joke I don't know about? I'm new here. I don't want to mess up. So I just didn't say anything. So anyway, yeah. Though food is really different at my house. And then the other wait, thing is- wait, 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 wait. What you guys chop? What kind of doll did you chop up? Like um, just a brown-haired, beautiful girl <laughs> doll. Maybe that maybe wasn't hurting three, anybody, yeah. minding its own maybe business. Maybe like a three quarters no, American girl doll. No, Her name it was, was probably Madison. The leg was already off. Okay, it was when my grandma passed away and we were cleaning out her house, and there was this giant doll <laughs> yeah. down in the basement. And she had pranked you. And it was part of, of her will. She left legs, the baby's leg in the fridge. One of the legs was already off, and so then somebody took the head off because it was just this really old, creepy doll. 
And so, <laughs> but my family, it's all okay. pranks all the time. Yeah. Right, I prank recall after being at your house and someone went to look at the avocados and you're like, don't be alarmed, there's a rubber rat in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> also a true story. Uh, yeah. yeah. The rat is now in San Diego okay. at my brother's house. Mm-hmm. It's moved. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry, I oh, cut sorry. you off though. In your house... So in our ha- house, it was like, yeah, you either, you either leave the food and it's a free-for-all for anyone or you take it away and put it away. Is it like a free-for-all, like a sport? Like, oh, let's eat someone else's food? Because I could get into that. Um, you do. <laughs> <laughs> we have that game at our house. The house is. Our game is: if you want something good, lock it in a. In, in a have I talked about? Have we talked? We've talked about we've the fact that it. I bought two locking file boxes to put like chips and stuff in, and so that Nibbles McGee, my alter ego, somehow won't get Nibbles into them. finds a way though. That's not true. Nibbles, an Nibbles lock finds picker. a way. No. I explained Nibbles to you. Nibbles got a credit card. Yeah. Through it. Like, I explained to you, if I allow myself something during waking hours, that's not Nibbles. That's me saying, hey, I'm going to have a couple M&Ms, although I've, give, I've now no more M&Ms. I'm off of anything that tastes good now, again. Um, <laughs> this is to prevent the, like, it's three in the morning, I'm scavenging. Mm, uh, okay. I get that. All, right. <laughs> all I know, all I know is I had three bags of M and M's. I had five of, of the M and M's, and now they're all gone. <laughs> Over the course of like Locked three away. weeks, <clears throat> like three weeks. It's true. It's fine, honey. I I do. I didn't like thing. those M and M's anyway. They were the flavored M and M's, the new ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole bag of chili. Those things ones. are fucking gross. I'm yeah. not a huge no fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. I did not get into that chili nut ones. And I had in one of the containers I bought the uh pickle flavored popcorn from Trader Those Joe's. Those are good. Very good. Yeah, delicious. I also had in there various kinds of candies and chocolates. All of them taste like pickle now. Oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So That's do you like pickle with... flavored truffles? Mm. <laughs> I think you just needed to organize so your lock boxes better. Yeah. I know, I know. That's the problem with locking your food up though. No room to breathe. Yeah, it all mm-hmm. becomes it's like mm-hmm. chili, you know, it all becomes one flavor. Yep. Um, I don't remember what we were saying. You my were talking house, about how it works at your house. Yeah, so my mom will usually like make something break if it's like everyone's home for some sort of holiday or celebration or the summer or whatever. She'll make something that's like breakfasty, like a cornbread or muffins or something, and just leave them out. And it's like a free-for-all once again. And then typically... It's so weird. It's like you guys are in a family or something. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) And then typically someone will be like, we're going to lunch at this time. And then everyone will try to piggyback onto that lunch until no one can decide. And then no one eats anything. And then at about four or five o'clock, it's like, we're all starving. No one made any decisions about lunch what are we going to do? And then someone will go out and buy food for everyone. Now, piggyback meaning like, I want this, I want that. Like, Yeah, like, oh, well, if you guys are going to go at noon, can you just wait till one? Because we'll go with you. And then someone else will yeah, try to do that. Be like, we're going to go to Taco Bell. Taco Bell's gross. I'll go with you. But we're going to go to Burger King. Like, <laughs> wait, what do, you, what do you mean? Like, and then, no, no, yeah. I'm not doing Burger King. We're going to Pizza John's or whatever. And you're like, oh, what is, where is Pizza John's? And then you have to talk about Pizza John's and why that exists. <laughs> and then honestly, like three hours will go by and nobody's had lunch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, in my family, trying to choose a restaurant was always so difficult that 
my dad will like pull the cord on the idea of anyone going out at the first sign of dissension. So like if someone's like, we're all going to like barf on a plates, which is their favorite restaurant. And uh, you know, if I'm like, uh, my dad's like, forget it. <laughs> so the whole thing becomes stressful and unpleasant. And it's like, either you're in for barf on a plate or, so it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. Our 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 solution to that was there was only one restaurant we ever went to, and that was the only option. What was it? It was a Mexican food place called Molina's. It was really good, actually. But that was we never went anywhere else. Weird. So it was just wow. like we're going out. You knew where you're going. Were there other options in Tucson, or that's that just... was the only restaurant <laughs> in, in all Tucson. of Tucson <laughs> restaurant? <laughs> that was it. Well, my mom said recently, she's like, the reason there's never any food when you guys come home is because you all like to go to the grocery store and buy your own food because nothing <laughs> I have is ever good enough. That was, oh, I that's think, interesting. her reasoning. Is that yeah. true? Probably. Allison would be into that, though. That would be a good... Right? I like to go to the... You like going to the grocery store. Oh, yeah. I do, but... <sighs> I didn't mean anything by it. <laughs> it well, compounded with the M&M comments, I'm I am sorry. feeling very raw. <laughs> I'm laughing. I didn't but I'm mean. Not. To, I didn't mean to shame. The, the The fact of the matter is, it was a, a long period of time. I, my only point was that it. Whatever. It no, I know what your point was. <laughs> your point was you miss. This is the thing. I think you misunderstood the point of the lockbox. I think I did. It's not so that I don't ever eat any of those items. I thought when I'm, I were locked away that it would be like in a year's time if I didn't eat something it'd be there but in fact but that wasn't the idea at all but you open the boxes up every night and i'm an opportunist (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like it's go time well the problem with the whole allison rosen and nibbles mcgee thing is i never know which one i'm talking to (laughs) that's true so it could be nibbles pretending to be allison saying hey it's okay it's okay i'm allowed to do this no no this is allison telling you it's fine yeah it's it's allison talking to you it's like you look the same to me (laughs) we should come up with some questions that only one of us knows the answer to (laughs) or you need a hat like a nibbles mcgee hat that you just put on you're like that's your costume. But you know what? It's a real Nibbles thing to do to not wear the Nibbles hat. <laughs> so. That's true. Nibbles is dishonest. Look, if you ever see me on a ladder, that's Nibbles. If you ever see me with barbecue tongs, that's Nibbles. If if you've gone to bed, and so have I, <laughs> that's Nibbles. Yes. Okay. Um, if I'm crushing up I mean, this is not 100% of the time, but in general, if I'm making cereal out of something that wasn't meant to be cereal, (laughs) (laughs) some sort of other things, that's nibbles. Other than that, it's me. Wait, can you elaborate on what you're crushing up? Chip chip crumbs, Mm -hmm. um, crackers. And you put milk on them or you just eat them crunched up? Oh, yeah. I put, I put um, almond milk on them and a lot of Truvia. I will say this. The Mission wow. the mission Yellow Corn Chips. Which I haven't touched in, yes. in so long. If you if you eat them and close your eyes, they taste like corn chips. Or uh, cor- what is it? <laughs> <laughs> they taste like corn, corn flakes. Open corn or flakes. closed. Really? They taste like corn flakes. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> they taste like I what just, they are. It's I think amazing. I, just, I think I just miss cereal. It's been a long time since mm. I've had any no, sort of cereal. My point is cereal. they're slightly sweet and they just taste like corn cereal, like that right. cornflakes. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Uh, <laughs> cut, cut that part out, Jeff. But only if you have your eyes closed, you guys. <laughs> if they're open, then you're like, I'm eating corn chips. The corn eyes chips. play a part. Yeah, you think I'm eating corn chips. <laughs> you close your eyes, you're like, hmm. 
corn chips. But see, I don't love corn flakes. Yeah. Who does? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one. That Growing up, we had corn flakes and we had Rice Krispies. I really oh. don't love Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies are good if you pour um, a cup of sugar on them. Yes. yes. And bananas d- and raisins. If you did yes. like time lapse of the cereal aisle over the course of 20 years, I feel like it's like lots of cream of wheat or like wheat. What are those? Wheatos? What the fuck are the Cheerios? And the wheat, wheat squares and <laughs> <laughs> corn chips. And then over time... Over time, it just becomes chocolatier and chocolatier until now. It's just like everything. <laughs> the weedos not- are chocolatier. <laughs> I'm not drunk. By the way, by the way, everybody thinks that I'm a, a huge pothead now because there's a picture of me with my eyes half closed. Someone uh, recommended that you go on yeah, getting which, dug with high. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm not though, but I sound. I'm not proving my case right. I feel like I'm very confused. Point is, it's becoming a very chocolatey aisle. Okay, next. <laughs> let's just let's go back to one thing real fast. I know that no one cares about this, but me. But there still were M and M's left. I know that your point is, hey, I didn't. It's I thought okay. That, I don't even care. You could eat them all. I don't. I honestly but I just don't wanna, care. I'm just saying, I didn't though. You didn't. You you left some. Thank you, you can finish them if you like. I don't. No, care. no. I, well, now it's point. too late. No more M and M's for me. All right, then now, no one gets to eat them. Now the only the Fine. only delicious. Wendy, you want some M and M's? The only delicious thing I eat now are prunes. <laughs> By the way, I bought like the economy size thing of prunes the other you day. Did? I bought some prunes, and <laughs> it's the only thing I bought. And I was thinking. I am really living my life, <laughs> making a statement that I am not. That I don't feel the need to like hide it behind other stuff. Now they- I didn't buy like prunes and also a billion rolls of toilet paper, <laughs> which would have been a funny purchase. That's the best. Like a bunch of prunes, some baked beans, <laughs> and toilet paper, and condoms. <laughs> or in a pregnancy test, just other embar- preparation H, other embarrassing items. Oh, okay. Tampons. Sure. Oh, that's a million dollar idea. Like an Uber, but for embarrassing items. Yes. Yeah. And then whoever you are, you'd be at the store buying, you know, condoms, right. whiskey. Uh, I feel like that's Bino. a pink dot kind of whoa, oh, you know, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Like I know a lot of people would buy condoms that way. Not me. <laughs> I was looking at me. No, I'm I'm just looking a at you because it's the direction my eyes are going. I'm not thinking anything. Accusatory. Your mm. your resting look is a very accusatory look. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, now let's do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Addictive by Mark My Words Artha. I think it's Mark My Words Aretha. Good, good stuff. Mark My Words Aretha. <laughs> I have been listening to Allison for a little over a year now, and I can't stop. You instantly fall in love with her and never want it to end. She has two shows, a Monday show with a guest, and a Thursday show with her friends. The Monday shows infatuate you with whomever the guest is that week, and makes you want to be their biggest fan. The Thursday show makes you feel like you are right there in Dining Room Studios, on the Love Bus, and the Kim Joneses, Greg Heller, Daniel Quantz, and the one and only Allison, my new best friend, Rosen. You will love the show if you love genuine people and genuine fun. 
Thank you so much for that nice comment. If you would like to leave us a nice comment, go to iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Maybe we'll read it on the show. That is also where you can go to subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Tell a friend. Okay, so I thought that Wendy was coughing, but it was Jenna sneezing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard your sneezes before. Well, I was trying to hide them. Because you did it, I you felt did it bad. Well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I well at first I I kind of let the first one out, but then I thought, what are you doing, you dummy? Al's reading a comment, <laughs> so I had to really try and stifle the rest. But I thought you were laughing. <laughs> she usually laughs when I read. Multiple sneezes at a time. Oh yeah, right? yeah, always. Mm-hmm. What's the minimum? Three and a half. There you go. About three. Yeah, or a three and a half. Is there a There's half? always like a half sneeze. Um, okay, that's yeah. like the minimum. Sam has been doing multiple sneezing, oh, and yeah. her first sneeze is always this. <sighs> Every I time, have had, those are weird. The fa- that when you when you psych yourself out of your own sneeze, mm-hmm. don't yeah. enjoy that. It is really cute, though. I need to get it on video. Yes, you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, let's bring in our guest. I do believe I heard the door. It's something I will not ignore. There's someone I am waiting for, and I believe they're here. It's time to do an interview with me and them and all of you. So don't you ever fear, because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. I hope that they don't go away while I'm on my way over there. So sit right back, enjoy the show. Won't you give a cheer? Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. Raphael. Castaneda. Welcome. Thank Welcome. you so Hello. much. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so Raphael gave us some very awesome gifts, yeah. including so cool. these personalized candles, which are great. They're amazing. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. And also thank you for donating uh, or for bidding on the auction to come on the show. I hope it's not a letdown. So far, it hasn't been. Uh, <laughs> and uh, about the candles, um, I do want to say that the idea came from uh, B Slammin and Ashley Bloodworth, and then I just made them. So shout nice. out to them. Shout out to shout them. Out. Shout out. What up, ladies? All right. So my understanding is you have prepared a little bit for your hot segment. <laughs> yeah, I, you are always prepared, and I <laughs> I didn't want to come on here and say nothing, but I'm uh, pretty nervous. I'm not gonna don't lie. don't be nervous. Yeah, it's, it's just okay. us. It's nervous. We just spend a lot of time talking about a lot of embarrassing things. So really, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just yeah, want to I'm, say the Dan- bo- sorry. Okay. No, no, you go. Well, I was gonna say Daniel. Uh, Daniel just admitted he bought condoms at uh, Pink Dot. So <laughs> <laughs> can't be worse than that, <laughs> Jeff. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> I don't uh, care because well, all right. I, I, all I hear is M&M's, 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 M&M's. <laughs> I am so sorry about that. Um, <laughs> the voters are so cool because it's Allison is the lady of Guadalupe. Yeah. It's really cool. Very cool. Love it. Votive candles. Mm-hmm. M&M's. That's right. Um, okay. So how should we do this? Do you want to... I'm just going to throw you... Just do, do, it, do what feels right, Raphael. Oh, man. Uh, so, like, I have uh, a few questions, mostly for you, okay, for the rest of the gang, and then maybe some other segments. All right. <laughs> Let's do the questions. Here, we don't have a song for the questions, so Jenna and I will whip something up. One. Okay. We got some. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
an epic fail. I know. We should have just said spaghetti again. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Okay. okay. One, two, three. Spaghetti. spaghetti. Oh, my goodness. That's wow. really impressive. Oh, we could just say one, two, three. We have questions. Oh, okay. One, two, three. We, we have, have questions. questions. The funny thing is, <laughs> I, I heard the beatboxing happening, and I was like, I'm going to have to sing over it like trip hop. <laughs> this is going to be like Portishead because I cannot rap. But you were ready to rap, clearly. I was, but it was going to be bad. I really wish yeah. I could have heard what it was going to be. Oh, Jenna rapping. We, Let's do it again. We've done some rapping lately, and it's always terrible. It's just our go-to. Yeah. Whenever I do anything, I just... <laughs> <laughs> that's just what i go and to. then i say the same things over and over and over and over again trying to pretend that it's other things yeah what were you going to say though i don't know it was really just going to be spontaneous it always is it has yeah. to it has to be that way yeah or else it doesn't work hashtag no regrets <laughs> okay well we'll try another time another yeah. time all right let's do it questions okay well since we were already mentioning the uh candles um, it, they were first revealed on Twitter a long time ago because mm-hmm. I gave one to Superfan Megan and to Lisa. So I was wondering, what did you think when you first saw the candle? Because I remember what you wrote to Megan and then I was slightly worried. Oh, <laughs> um, my first thought was, oh my God, that's awesome. I want one. Good. For real. <laughs> what, did, <laughs> what did you think my reaction was? Because uh, you wrote something like, uh, oh my God, that's crazy. And awesome. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, she thinks I'm crazy. Oh, Which, yeah. You're no, not wrong. I, I didn't mean crazy, like crazy, crazy. I meant crazy, crazy cool like that. Or like the crazy cat that Jenna was. I'm just a cat. <laughs> I'm just a cat. There it is. I'm just a crazy cat. I'm just a cat. That's how I meant it. <laughs> okay. And um, also, I'm obsessed with you guys singing. <laughs> and as we know, you were in a band, the Angoras. I was. So I was thinking, do you have any like worst gig stories? Ooh. That. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I do. What comes to mind, but this was not our worst gig. The worst gig stories were probably like we would show up and there were two people there and or we show, would show up. I, I feel like there was one where we showed up and like we weren't actually on the bill. We just thought we were. <laughs> the ones where you put in all that effort to get there and then you could do a show for one person or not at all. Um, so those are the worst gig stories. <laughs> the, worst, the worst experience oh! for you is always just... Having to, to put on makeup to and not go have- to somewhere that you didn't have to go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Actually, I forgot about this. Our very, very first show, um, our friend's friend was having an like a big he had this big warehouse and he was an artist with these big installation pieces. So we were performing at Oh no, this is where we were we were performing at his art studio, but it was not an art show. We were performing there for some reason, and then my friend Sally was going to show this short film that she had made. So it was an artistic evening. So we were all like set up to play, but there was this tree growing in the middle of the studio. And I think it was like a real tree actually. And so I, everyone, the other three members of the band were like to the left of the tree and I was to the right of the tree on the way to the keg. (laughs) So the whole time, 
everyone was just walking by me and talking to me, even though I was trying to play. Oh, that's so weird. It was very weird. They'd be like, oh, this sounds great. I'm like, thank you. And <laughs> like while you were playing? Yes. <laughs> like I had to keep moving my guitar out of the way to let them buy to get to the keg. So that huh. would probably be the worst. That's pretty the terrible. The worst gig. Also, and I'm, I'm very embarrassed to admit this, but I got, it was the first show I got nervous and something that always made me tense was having to tune in front of an audience. And I got nervous and I think I tuned the high E string an octave low. So it was Ooh. like this like flappy, like it didn't sound right at all, but it was time to just play. So that wasn't good. I mean, it still was E. It was just. It was a different octave. Just the wrong. Yeah. Well, Very, no, but it, yeah. it's, I think that it actually sounded like shit. So there was that gig, but also there was a game show called the Extreme Gong Show. I think it was probably only on for a season or something. We played on. Do remember you remember that? that show? Yeah. Yeah. What was extreme about it? Uh, was it like on Spike TV or something? Probably. Like that? Did you like drop into water or something? If you got no, gonged it or? was just it was just the Gong Show, but extreme man. <laughs> there was nothing extreme, <laughs> but was, we were on it. It was Cool Ranch, and we got yeah. We got gonged. Extreme. That was it. That was actually fun, but um, you got gonged. That's yes, not cool. but here's the thing. It was pre-planned. I believe gonged. it was pre-planned. Yes, yeah. I believe they knew exactly who was going to win, um, yeah. and who wasn't, and we weren't. But I remember my band was like, you know, just keep playing, no matter what happens, just keep playing. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> highly, un- highly, highly uncomfortable with that idea. <laughs> Thankfully, they just shut off all the like, like all the power to us. So oh, no. it was like a couple seconds of us continuing to strum and then being like, "Okay, <laughs> we're out of here now." <laughs> but this was fun. So yeah. And um, for people who haven't heard it, um, there were like three episodes from a long time ago that you put Angora songs at the end of. But I did. Are there? Is there somewhere else to hear more of it? Because I need to hear that. I've been pushing her to put it on iTunes. Yeah, I haven't. Um, right for a while, the music was online. Like there was some website that had it. Um, I don't think it's online anywhere now. I should just put it on iTunes. I should talk to the band and you just put, just it put on the iTunes. album on. Uh, on yeah, because we have we have an album's worth of stuff. I should do it. Yeah. Uh, one more about your uh, like past uh, things. You have a had a blog with your friend. Wendy Molino. Yes, who, she writes for Bob's Burgers. Hilarious. Oh, Follow her on Twitter. She's mm-hmm. really great. And uh, me and superfan Megan were wondering, are these real IM chats? Those were real IM chats. Because they're hilarious. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we started uh, we started putting sections of our IM chats on this blog. Do you remember? Is it called Wendy and Allison? Allison and Wendy? Something like that dot blogspot.com wendy cracks me up she's very funny she's very funny <laughs> yeah those were totally real thank you very much okay um and then this one was uh written in uh someone wanted to ask about what kind of english student you were and how you got so goddamn good at writing words and was it natural from the start and did your parents cultivate it in you or were you inspired by someone or something it's mm, a lot of questions um i and thank you very much that's very nice uh, I always liked English class, and I, um, in terms of what kind of student, does that mean like was I a good student? Like I was a pretty good student. I was not a straight A student, but I was a pretty good student, and I did well in English. Um, I don't think I 
realized that I had a special like (laughs) and I don't sound like I have one now I was gonna say aptitude with words until eighth grade my English teacher really took an interest in me um and I think spoke to my parents maybe about about saying I was a good writer so that was sort of the first time anyone I think realized that I was a good writer um but I know that in like third grade or something I start I wrote this article that I this I actually kept because I found it um that was in the style of like Cosmo magazine it was like a relationship article it was it was just completely mimicking another style like but I was how to make your man happy in the no no it wasn't about that, that it was Cosmo? it was <laughs> ladies you know it makes you angry when you hear it and it was all about how when he says you're beautiful when you're angry. How much we ladies hate you hearing put that, that article on. I know. I don't know I where I even got that because no one <laughs> actually says grade. that. No one actually says that in real life. That but was. I would just, just love to see what a third grader, <laughs> a third grade Allison thinks. You know, advice for ladies right. is. Oh yeah. But I'd only ever heard that. You used to hear that in TV shows a lot. You're beautiful when you're angry. <laughs> yeah. They don't say that anymore. It's, no. It was pretty '80s kind of thing. Hmm. It's a real TV line. I feel like anger is actually one of those things that really is never beautiful. <laughs> right. You're, <laughs> you're fugly when you're angry. <laughs> well, no. No one likes to look at an angry person unless it's, you know, someone soap who's opera. also angry. They say it on soap opera. It's probably from all my children because my parents watched all my children. Hmm. Um, uh, what parts of that question did I forget to answer? I think you pretty well I think I did it. it. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, Jenna? Yes. Uh, Jensen Karp was recently on the podcast. And by the way, I'm giving myself all the credit for that. <laughs> you um, should. <laughs> and you tweeted out that you were listening to it and that you performed in malls and you had no record deal. Tell yeah. Me, heck yeah, I that. did. Uh, I was in a group. I believe it was called Extreme. I've talked about <laughs> it before on this podcast. We did a couple of every year we would go on a trip where it was like a performing trip and we did malls. I did a several malls in Hawaii and a couple of malls in like upstate New York. So thank you, you very much. You and Tiffany. Extreme. Yeah. That's what we were, that's what Jensen and I were talking about. Yeah. Did which, people really perform in malls. Yeah. I did. It was, it's, um, it is very humbling <laughs> because you think you're pretty cool, but then you go like, I'm doing a costume change, like, behind a curtain in front of a Auntie Anne's. <laughs> and it feels not as glamorous as you want it to and be. are the shoppers appreciative? No. Of your, yeah. No. No, they don't care at all. Which is also really awkward. Um, it, when we went to Hawaii, we were like really trying to be something. The group that I was in. Because I was like, it was my senior year and I was graduating and I just like really wanted to be somebody and we had the mics the head mics for you (laughs) headset mics and we really really tried to be awesome but it was just i look back on it now and i just think like oh we were so terrible who put this group together um it was out of a dance studio so like uh one of the guys that worked there wanted to do a singing group and he was sort of our like manager Mm -hmm. and he we all had to audition and then he like handpicked the group and did you wear matching clothes Mm mm-hmm Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was pretty bad. Do you bad. have video? Oh, yeah. It's so bad. It is some of the worst things that you'll ever see. I Extreme. We'll be the judge of that. 
And so I, uh, I like wrote a bunch of questions and then deleted a bunch. And then of course, because I didn't want to eat up a bunch of time, which I kind of am. No, it's um, okay. And then, so I kept the question for Greg and deleted the other questions. So I just have one more question for Daniel. Um, Is it about avocados? No, it's not. <laughs> you could ask for a great avocados. question and try to answer it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, well, I mean, I can, but... Yeah, do I think it. we might so do I was just going to... Um, I kind of started reading one of his uh, music blogs mm-hmm. and... Also, on, he was on Mike Henry's podcast recently, mm-hmm. and he's very opinionated about music, and he's, he, he uh, likes rap music. Uh, and I was going to ask him what his top five uh, Dead or Alive are, but... He's Judging dead. things I don't know about. The Greg Heller story. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you a little insight. His Nobody top, cares. His MC Hammer is one. Uh, he's <laughs> also said that he bananas, felt like uh, Vanilla Ice was underrated. Yes. Up with people. Uh, also Snow. Is that guy's name? Snow. <laughs> Informer. Yeah. <laughs> um, a whale. And um, Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big he time. also, yeah. What's uh, Will Smith's son name? Jaden. Jaden. He thought Jaden Smith deserved a lot yeah. more credit. That's cool, bro. He That's when he rapped on that down. Justin Bieber song? Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He also Boner like Sandwich. Grateful Dead changed his life. <laughs> And kiss. And what are those guitars that he absolutely loves? He loves Paul he, Reed Smith. Paul Reed Smith. PRS. <laughs> Perfect. PRS. Yeah. A chance. Definitely. Uh, okay. <laughs> I like men who look young and are hairless and nubile. Oh. And just nubile is the best word. Kapow. <laughs> <laughs> and back to the question for Daniel. I'm a uh, dick. <laughs> <laughs> I have four inline non-impacted wisdom teeth. that's cool bro that's the way shit goes down you don't want to google how to wash a baby's dong (laughs) it's like (laughs) it's like he's here (laughs) sorry back to Daniel's question uh, in Twin Peaks, Sarah Palmer dies, and in Seinfeld, Susan Ross dies. It's actually the 20th anniversary of Susan Ross dying today. And the same actress plays their mothers. Is that a coincidence, or does this is it the same character, and does she have <laughs> Munchausen by proxy, and she's <laughs> killing her children for attention? So, Sarah Palmer's... So, you're talking about... Uh, what's her name? Um, oh, my God. What is the actress's name? I, I keep wanting to say Lily Sobieski. It's not Lily Sobieski, obviously, but it's a name like that. That played Sarah Palmer? That say, yeah, that played Laura Palmer's mom. Laura Palmer. You're talking about Sarah Palmer is her mom, right? I actually don't know. You're the expert. Oh, my God. It's or is he? Uh, I know. You, got, you put me on the spot. Um, I think that's Lili her mom. It's not Sobieski. No, it's not Lily Sobieski, but it's a name like that. She's like an older. She was also on Big Love. Cheryl Lee. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. That's um, uh, that is actually Laura Palmer. Um, yes, they're in the same universe. That is the answer. By the way, uh, they just wrapped the new seasons of Twin Peaks. They shot two seasons back to back. So this is all very exciting. You'll be hearing a lot more about it here on Allison Rosen is your best friend. Do we have to? Yes. The <laughs> cast list was uh, released and Jeff produces a podcast with someone who's on the show. So I thought you'd be badgering him. What? For info. What? Oh, we have a lot it's uh, one about. of the guys from the Crab Feast. 
Oh, uh, really? I think Jay Larson, right? Is he in really? the show? He's yeah. on the, oh, cast he's on the cast list. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. You have to ask him about it. <laughs> we were in Paris at the same time as they were actually filming some of Twin Peaks. They were shooting uh, some stuff with Dale Cooper there. You didn't even tell me. It doesn't matter to you because you don't like it. <laughs> well, that's true. It's not that I don't like it. I'm just not into it. The truth is I actually did tell you. You just don't remember. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was sick in my defense. It was before you were sick. Anyway. That's uh, not true. Okay. You No, you told me there was some other couple. Mm. This is what mm. you told me. There was mm. some other hipster couple that was in Paris and Instagramming, and you felt that they were having a better time in Paris than we were. <laughs> no, no, that is a completely different story. But that's the only thing I recall you telling me about <laughs> anyone else being that, in Paris. That's okay. I did. I told you. I don't think you told me. Thanks for the questions. <laughs> yeah, that was the last question I had. I, I have a, a deleted tweet, and I think Al and Jenna have some as well oh, oh deleted you? tweets i probably do i always have like nine million i think you i always have one locked on... and loaded <laughs> sorry not sorry oh that's good feel that beat i believe we have a deleted tweet not so sweet maybe that thought is incomplete Before we start, it's Grace Sabrisky. That's why I was. That is it. like Lily Sobieski. I, it, like yeah. once you get the vowels all in your head, you're doomed. But yeah, Grace Sabrisky, she's awesome. Go ahead. Okay, let's hear a deleted tweet. Oh my goodness. Okay, um, I wrote. Thank God this guy moved in next door. I was wondering who still listens to reggaeton. <laughs> now, why did you not tweet that? Uh, because it happened one time, and then I was waiting for the next time for it to happen, mm. and I haven't heard a peep since, and I don't want to tweet it because it's not true anymore. It's honesty mm. in tweets. Wow. That's, that's I would have used and abused. Lots of integrity yeah. there. Yeah. Lots of integrity. Yeah, it really is. Jenna? I have so many, I don't even know, know where to begin. Um, how about... This one is really particularly... Not tweetable. Oh, no, I have a bunch. Okay. Are they in your drafts? uh Uh-huh. This one is, I didn't win the lottery, so I will not be following through on all those IOUs. Sorry, college, mom, dad, and future babysitters. Next time. That's good. It feels like more than 140 characters. It's not. But how come you didn't do it? Um... You know, I don't know. I'll probably save it. Did you hear the big Look news? Look for that tweet. <laughs> Thanks for the preview. Twitter's not going to count link, links anymore in the 140 oh, characters. Oh, good. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, that is good. Great. Great news. You deleted news. that tweet? You should tweet that. It's a good th- <laughs> that wasn't like... I have a deleted tweet. Here we go. Have you noticed Have you noticed that since the OJ trial, there's been a precipitous drop in the number of kids named Orenthal? <laughs> that's why didn't you tweet that I don't know. you guys these are all solid <laughs> tweets um hold on mine is always uh i'm not okay with any restaurant that refers to tender meats in their advertisements <laughs> <laughs> but that's good too yeah why but then you? jared from subway got all pervy and i felt like that wasn't appropriate yeah. oh it was a does subway, subway talk about uh, they call their tender meats I, mean, I don't like that twitter um <laughs> <laughs> A chair that a fussy baby will let me sit in would be worth all the gold in the world. <laughs> These are 
so bad. That one I can understand why you didn't yeah, pull right? the trigger. I have a lot of good ones. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh, here's a genius idea. Christmas mazes. <laughs> I like that. What does that mean? <laughs> Well, you know, they have Halloween, the Halloween scary mazes, but this one would be like, instead of it being scary, it would be like hugs and big penguins. Like a Christmas and- corn maze? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, like a Christmas, you know, like a Candy Halloween cane maze. maze. Oh, I just feel like, like a, a grandma comes out in a sweater and tries to pinch your cheeks. And like, no! Come here and do this puzzle! No! Um, That's a good idea. Here's one. I'm okay with Taco Bell because I've never pulled up to their drive-thru and thought, I'm here to make a good decision. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have any, Allison? Yes. It's, okay. kind of, it's kind of awful. These are so embarrassing. Okay, go ahead. You're looking at me like Uh-oh, I'm going to be mad Daniel at you. Oh, it's a Daniel one. Yeah, because it's... <laughs> Think about it, though. Wait, before you say I it. I am. It's my husband is so eloquent and kind of heartbreaking on this podcast, and then I never tweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet a link to a podcast that you were great on. No, oh, don't, don't you dare do that. But uh, I didn't. Here, cra- crazy to think that right now this small wonder robot is probably in some producer's closet and not the Smithsonian. I like that. It's all good. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, those are the rest are just so terrible. This- I can't even go there. Al, did you have one? No, it was going to be a terrible joke. And I <laughs> That's apologize the point of this, though. Is that it's so it embarrassing. Be it was going to be... But I couldn't figure out how to put that into words. He hasn't ever been able to spell it yet. He has a Grammy yeah. for stuff like that. He does. For scatting? Yes. Um, this, is, this has worked better than in the past. The reason I don't regularly do deleted tweets, even though we have the rockin' song, is because usually I'll ask people and they're like, oh, I, don't, I deleted them, so I don't have anything. But oh no! I save been, them all. Yeah, thank you. I save them all, and then I go back and like once a year, I start to delete them. <laughs> We're gonna have to do this segment annually then. Yeah. Um, Raphael, did you have more stuff? Uh, just one last thing. I think Jeff will know what drop to play when I'm done. So about eight months ago, I was out here in LA, and I reached out to someone who I'd heard about for a while to see if they wanted to meet in person and like grab a drink, and I didn't know that would be meeting like the kindest most generous just sweetest nicest person that i've met in a long time and she's like one of the greatest positive influences in my life and that's the uh popular wisconsin farm girl that we all know as super fan megan so i love Hmm. you megan hey hey hey. i love you Megan is awesome. I agree. Yes. She's totally. She's very cool. I feel like all of us should give her an hey, I love you. Megan, you are awesome. Thank you. Hey, hey, hey. I love you. <laughs> Raphael, you are awesome. You are awesome. You are. Thank you. Play it. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. I love you. Would you like to hang out while we do just mirror everyone? Sure. Excellent. Okay. Let's. Sometimes I ponder on. It's all about timing with podcasting. Well oiled machine. Is it just me or everyone? 
uh, Raphael definitely picked the night to see us work our timing <laughs> right. magic we are going on here. Crushing it. It's a yeah. finely tuned machine. It's like ballet. Um, you guys need t-shirts and uh, we have t-shirts available. Go to the website, alisonrosen.com, click on the store. Also, there's bonus episodes there and there's ringtones and there's other stuff. There's just all sorts of stuff. Okay. So, uh, just mirror everyone. Sam Vance says, I try to discern as much as possible from a story's headline so I can avoid actually reading the article. I don't consciously do this. Mm -hmm. I just find that I have no attention span anymore. You read the article? Am I right? Headlines. I do find myself... (laughs) Doing a tweet. I do find myself looking at the headline, the sub, and just going, yeah, I get it. Is there anything like that I don't get immediately from reading the headline, which is probably bad? It's not good. No. Yeah, I just always think that they're trying to trick me into reading, like like that they're <laughs> that they're winning on <laughs> like they're winning on clicks or something like uh, that. Yeah. You know? And so like you're not going to be Donald fool. Trump said dot dot dot, and it's like I, I try to trick Al into reading all the time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just just in like, general. Do you feel like a book cover is trying to trick you into reading the book? Uh, you know, I don't know. I just if if it's if the if the intent is not good, then I'm not. I don't want to read it. You uh, like everything to be real coy. I just <laughs> tell me the truth. He'll be like, look, the the perfect headline for Al is like, we don't really care if you read this or not. It's something to do with Donald Trump. You're like, no, oh. the perfect headline would be like, this is boring. Well, it's yeah. always like it's always one hundred percent fact based. Did yeah. North Korea launch a nuke? That is not a headline. <laughs> and then you're like, wait, did, did they? Did I got to click? I got to know. No I, didn't, I didn't feel anything. There's no headline. I'm going to click on it. I got to know. I got to know if he did it. You're, what you're talking about is like BuzzFeed and all those, the clickbait stuff. But Those are news channels. I felt like <laughs> that's where I get my best news. It's what, like, your yeah. jaw is going to drop when you hear this yeah, that dude one. B- news yeah, yeah, exactly. thing about. Yeah, but yeah. everybody's doing that these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Even like CNN specifically. Yeah. 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 Right. My, has your jaw ever dropped <laughs> at news? <laughs> No, number eight's gonna knock your socks off. <laughs> like I, I almost want to be like this. In ten seconds of this video, you will be bawling your eyes out. Those I have to be like, oh, I'll bite. I'll yeah. do that one. Uh, like, and the, I just fight just it. To I have prove to make wrong. myself just yeah. not. I just to. fight yeah. it. And then I'm like, that puppy's stupid anyway. I'm not even gonna cry about that. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah. Did you see that story today? <laughs> oh no, the Yellowstone. The bison calf no. story. Oh, yes, I did. I like, did not want to spend time feeling sad about it. It was awful. So this, um, a father and son saw a baby bison in Yellowstone, and they thought it was freezing to death, so they put it in their car and drove to like the ranger's office and demanded to speak with a ranger. Um, they they thought they were saving its life. They thought it was freezing to death, but then it couldn't be reintroduced to the herd like the herd rejected it so the yellowstone euthanized it <gasps> yeah because Aww. and th- they say, this is the part that really tugs at your heart uh the whole thing is sad but they said that the mother rejected it and like the herd rejected it because of the human interference and the bison the the and it's like a baby. There's a picture of it. In it's the back little. Of it's yeah. tiny. It's a baby. Um, it kept going up to cars. It kept approaching cars and people. And so it was creating a dangerous situation. So it had to be euthanized. But the part that's just so like heartbreaking is like this poor little bison then like kept approaching people like, help me. Like a little orphan. Me. But what I wonder is, sorry, I, I will let you speak. No, no, no. What I wonder 
was there already something wrong right. with the bison and that's why the human beings were like here let me that's put you in my question. car yeah that's yeah, what, what i'm was wondering the deal too. in the first place but um Apparently, I mean, the article didn't say anything about that, but yes. Like if it was already rejected for some reason, it was dying, then it wouldn't, it didn't ultimately make any difference. Well, it's still sad. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. I'm just saying like it would have died either way. Yes. Well, there's nothing to indicate that's the case. Right. The, what what seems to be the case according to the article um, is that... Human beings fucked with stuff yeah. and uh, and got involved where they shouldn't, yeah. and now there's a dead baby bison. All a result of people having compassion and empathy. Well, in that way, <laughs> in that regard, it's better so than the stories like about <laughs> like, like a, you like see those stories about ba- the ba- remember the baby dolphin that died because tourists in Argentina or Brazil wanted to get a selfie oh, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just people being yeah. like, that's just a clusterfuck of people. This was human beings actually tr- thinking they were doing something good Aww. which makes it more sad so yeah, sad. sad the Pretty picture sad. was too hard for me to look at and i closed the article after that i really have been trying to do that but this one i had to, and i was like i know i'm i'm upsetting myself by clicking on it, <laughs> i saw this gif the other day of a sloth that was hanging from a wire <laughs> eating a nut and this little monkey came up Crawled along the wire and then snatched the nut out of the, the sloth's hand. And the sloth's look on his face, of course, all in slow motion, was just like, what? <laughs> and I, that tugged at my heartstrings. Because the poor sloth lost his nut? Yeah, it was like, oh, the tragedy of nature. Because you know how long it's going to take him to get another nut? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it probably took like him a week. Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. The fucking monkey just zipped in and go, boop. Took it away. <laughs> Little fucker. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Sarah Simmons says, just mirror everyone. When I sneeze and someone is near me, I get really irritated waiting for them to say bless you. Mm. Oh, I don't. I'm yeah. like, no. it's fine. You don't have to say anything. That can get awkward real fast, too. Because <laughs> it's like, what if I, because I don't usually sneeze once. It's like a day, you know what I mean? It's like a day of sneezes, and it's like the first time it's so nice, like, oh, okay. And then by the eighth time, it's like, now we're just locked in this (laughs) this horrible loop. Yeah, this loop where you have to say it every time, Mm. and then if you don't say it, it's kind of weird. Right, then you're like, well, what happened now? Now it's okay. Before was too many. It's okay for Satan to enter my body now, but before (laughs) it's cool, like, what happened? Yeah, thanks. This is what he was waiting for. He knows that everybody checks out after three, (laughs) so four is the one I needed, but thanks for not being there for me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I totally get it. Didn't uh, you and your friends come up with something to say for when someone coughs? <laughs> Thumb dick. Thumb dick. <laughs> I don't know why. We had just... Did you ever see that movie Dead Again? Mm. With Robin Williams? No. Um, I think we only... We only... I feel like we only saw half of it or the beginning of it, but someone calls someone Thumb Dick in that movie. Uh-huh. And this struck us as incredibly funny. We were pretty young. So then my friend Katie and I were talking about how there's something you say when someone sneezes, but there's nothing you say when someone coughs. It We need to come up with something. We'll just say Thumb Dick. So for the rest of the day, we said Thumb Dick and it was very funny. But now, ever since then, when I hear someone cough, my brain goes Thumb Dick. It's like a song I can't get out of my head. It's torture, you guys. <laughs> there was a thing for a while in elementary school where people would say, cough, flesh, you. 
Oh, really? Yeah, when somebody <laughs> coughed. I thought that was funny. We never had that. Yeah. I like that. Cough less, you thumb dick. <laughs> so my- <laughs> Darla Garrett says, when you have to handwrite something and you realize how weak your hands really are. I Yes, my handwriting is terrible and my hands get tired when I handwrite stuff. Daniel has beautiful calligraphy. Oh, mm. man. Of course you do. <laughs> I... I- <laughs> Force myself to improve my handwriting. Are you going to start doing those like Instagram, Facebook videos where you just film yourself? No, but you know what? I follow a few of those people. Beautiful. It's like amazing to watch. You should do it. Think about it. Just, but do, it. but don't do it cheesy quotes. Just do like really weird. Just do off like the wall. quotes from Die Hard. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's so you funny. Yeah. Well, the, the funny thing about those people. Ye, so, <laughs> so there are these people that you can follow on Instagram that'll video themselves doing calligraphy, and it's yeah. incredible because their their hands are so steady. They just get these amazing lines, but they never have anything to say. Like they have focused so much attention on the design of the <laughs> words, but they don't know what words. So it's always like beauty or, you know, yeah. these silly quotes, but they, there's, n- there's no content. It's just like, it's like Swedish pop groups singing in English phonetically. It's very beautiful, <laughs> yeah. but they have no understanding of the content. Yeah. Do you see the video on Facebook where the calligrapher was drawing and then he, he, took the nut away from the sloth. <laughs> that is a great one. I know. But I'm not that good. Lee Brun says, just me or everyone, when in the yard or garden and come across a garter snake that I that I know is not poisonous, I still jump. Yes, that is a yeah, problem. Uh, are, I would yeah. scream. Yeah. Yeah. Snakes are ungodly, unholy creatures. Yeah. They're I don't just, even... Yeah. Well, no. It's just that they're, they're these just moving... Slithery it's, things. Good. They have no arms, like as indicated by your impression <laughs> of a snake. Snakes are fucking douches. Um, and plus, I don't think that I would be on the ball enough in that moment to assess whether this is a dangerous snake well, or not. How do yeah. you know if it's a garter snake? I mean, Al probably knows what snakes are <laughs> are are poisonous. Sometimes and you can tell by their designs. Hubba hubba. <laughs> Sometimes it has to do with their actual markings. Yeah. Uh, but would you know? Would I know if it's poisonous? Only if I could identify the snake. Like, I grew up with copperheads, and mm. we always knew copperheads were super bad. Yeah. Um, any kind of rattlesnake. I mean, you know. Well, rattlesnakes are easy. Yeah. Because they have a rattle. Because right. they rattle. Typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, copperheads were the only ones, like, as kids that I was really scared of. Uh, but other than that, it was usually just gardener, garter snakes. Yeah, they're garter snakes. That's, I always growing up, I always thought it was garden. So did I. But you no, find them in the garden. Yeah, but it's gardener, garter. Sna- gardener snakes, and they have the little rubber gloves <laughs> and a rake and the pot. Um, yeah, I always thought that it was like the bright colors, except for rattlesnakes. So the rattlesnakes, yeah. you know, but like. If they were brightly colored, then it was poisonous. That animals with bright colors were poisonous. But then garter snakes, garter? Garter. Garter. That doesn't sound right. Uh, are bright green often. And so I always thought Wouldn't they were poisonous. Wouldn't it be poisonous. the opposite, though? Like the poisonous ones would be sort of ones that could camouflage themselves? Poisonous ones, a lot of times, are very stripey. They'll have alternating oh. black and yellow yeah. or black and white. And there are, t- <laughs> there are two in the South that one, I forget what they are, like one's a coral snake, and one of them is super deadly, and then there's another one that's completely not poisonous, and they look almost exactly Ugh, the same. Here's a question, them. though. Why would nature have an easily identifiable... Like, isn't it in the snake's interest to be poisonous and not let anyone know about it? 
Like, hey, look at me. I'm not poisonous. I'm just a typical everyday garter snake. Oops. And then I'm poisonous. <laughs> and, the, and, and vice versa. If you're not poisonous, you'd want to be, look to ferocious. Look poisonous. Yeah. Sure. But that's not how it is. Well, maybe... Maybe, and I feel like there is an answer, and this is not it, but maybe <laughs> they can be brightly colored because they are poisonous. They're kind of predator snakes versus the ones who are prey. By the way, you can tell I went on Joe Rogan recently because I don't <laughs> normally use the words predator or prey in my conversations. Um, like if you're prey, then you want to blend in. Right. I don't know. What do you yeah. mean, woman? Well, I mean, that makes sense because I know with rattlesnakes, they don't want to bite like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm thinking though the poison is not to is this too much? bite people. Typically pacifist. They don't want to bite. No, no, they, they don't, don't want to bite you. They they use it to kill their prey. But they what humans they don't see as prey. Yeah. They see as a threat. And the rattle is to scare you away. The rattle is not like for a the bike prey. <laughs> it is. It's like a bike battle. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, it's the careful texture of the animal kingdom. <laughs> Honestly, I almost stepped on a rattlesnake one time. It was like inches (laughs) from my foot, and it worked. It got me the fuck away real fast. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I hate them. Who kills? What? What are snakes killed by? Hawks. Yeah, birds eat them. Yeah, birds, eagles, honey badgers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, what animal is excited to come across a snake? Oh, good. Cats. Cats will go after snakes. Really? Yep. Is that? Does that work well for them? Uh, Sometimes. And I don't know if there are too many animals in the desert that eat rattlesnakes, though. I think they're pretty, you know. They're king of the desert. Fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hmm. Depends okay. on what kind of back leader you are. <laughs> True story. This I is... bet Greg would have a lot to say about snakes. Damn it. We'll to bring Save it. it. We'll bring it up next week. Kapow. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina Oberlin says, I'm jarred by some of the pronunciations of mature. And then she made this cool graphic, and it says mature, M-A-H dash T-O-O-R-E. Mature. Or mature. How do we pronounce the word mature? I say mature. There are people who say mature. I'm not one mature. of them. Mature. My mom says mature. Really? Of course you she does. You said mature last week. It's because when I'm trying to make a point, I say mature. But otherwise, I just say mature. Like how would the like, what, what kind of like point? Alan, like Alan, you're being you're immature. Being so <laughs> immature right now. Immature. <laughs> really? Elevate the conversation, Al. Please, would Elevate. you? That's also something Janae says. Was this on your podcast or was this real life? Oh, this was real life. <laughs> yeah, <probably> real life. <laughs> uh, not that your podcast is not real life. Well, I get it. Now I get it. My sister went through a phase where she began to say "major" instead of "measure." It's weird Absolutely. when someone major. Did when she someone, someone zags say? when everyone else in your family zigs. I'm like, we don't say major. Oh, we yeah. say measure. I feel like when that happens, it's because someone that they sort of idolize said the weird thing, and now they're trying to be like that person. That's always my hunch. Like, who have you been hanging right. out with? Totally. Someone's introducing new pronunciations right. into the vocab. Yeah. But Especially wait, are you a major family, Al? Oh no, we're not. Absolutely not. No. Okay. That Al's dad would have shut that down really fast. Yeah, my dad will typically, it's like, I think my sister came and said, I want to be called by this. And it was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to call you that. What she <laughs> want to be called by? Her name's Rachel. And she's like, she went to college and then she came, came back and she's like, oh, call me Ray. I go my by Ray now. My dad's like, I'm not going to call you that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, Rachel, why don't you go ahead and uh, 
get that for me. <laughs> like, just, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Not no happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, her friends would do it, and she got, like, name badges at her work called Ray. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I feel like you, if you want to change your name, the deal is that your family gets to call you what they've always called you. Exactly. You can't That's force right, your family. Dano. Well, yeah, like, that. I, they still call me Dano, or I have friends that call me Dan. You know, my name has changed throughout the years. Dequants on the snappy. <laughs> That's right. Dequants on the snappy. Is Dequants my on the snappy. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> you should snappy your brekkie. Oh. I never say that fucking word, brekkie. Dequants on the snappy. Oh, God. The best. The, the, oh, God. Is that is the best part. I didn't hear that the first time. Wait. Dequants on the snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> Allison's long-suffering husband. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With regards. <laughs> and lastly, Newton's Cricket says... Phones suddenly make sounds I've never heard. I look and there aren't any notifications. What is it trying to tell me? Yeah, I will get that errant, like, I can't do the sound. The sound that your iPad makes when you get an uh, email if you haven't turned that off. Ooh. But I'll forget. Yeah, it's like, but it's like that. I'll forget, though, and I'll be like, what is, where is this alert coming from? Great story. <laughs> yes. That's it. <laughs> Sometimes it can happen because you turn your notifications on to make a sound, but not like the actual tag on an iPhone. So as an example, hmm. I use like the Gmail app for my Gmail, but I want to be able to control it from like my notification screen and mm-hmm. the Gmail app doesn't let me do that. So I tell like the native iOS email app to notify me on the lock screen, but I tell the Gmail app not to notify me on the lock screen so I can delete the email from the lock right. screen. I've never deleted but, an email from the lock like, screen or received but one. But from the, the native app, I like I don't have it put a tag on there like a one, two, or however many emails I've not read. Right. I, I have it ignore that, and the Gmail app does tell Ugh, me. I so you may be hearing trying. things, like, but your notifications aren't set right. There you go. <sighs> Al has solved it. I only followed sort of. No, I, I heard 20% of what he just it's said. It's like telling your phone to ring when someone's calling you, but then don't tell me that you missed a call. No, I get what you're saying. I mean, I don't. But I don't want to is the thing. I see. You could. You're saying you could understand it if you gave a shit. Correct. But But we're at the end of the podcast. You're not because you don't. I'm glad it's been recorded so I can go back and fully get it. No, I do. I do get what you're saying. I could not repeat it to someone, but I do get it. You couldn't Um, teach a class. I also don't understand when and why, but I don't need to. That's the beauty of technology. You can just you can be in as deep as this you is need a to woman be. who has. When you look at her mail app, and the red number like is two thousand. Mm. Like I can see your stress level. It goes up by the day. Right now, it's oh, I know. I so do. you've never deleted an email from the lock screen <laughs> or ever, or, ever. <laughs> or ever. from the non-lock screen. Two thousand three hundred ninety-six. Uh, I used to keep it at zero. I don't know. I lost control at some point. I don't. It's like when suddenly I had a bunch of different accounts going into one mailbox, and that's when I completely lost control of you, everything. You may yeah. just need to declare mail bankruptcy. What does that Start mean? Over. Is that where so I move? Mail bankruptcy <laughs> is when, like, if you've been gone from vacation for two weeks, 
you just you reply to everybody. You say, if you sent me an email in the last two weeks, it, I'm not going to address it. So if it's important, email me again. Well, and you just delete everything in your inbox or file it away in Market Red. But she probably has. In if Allison runs her inbox similar to me, there's probably. Um, like 75 emails from, from Land's Gap. End. Yes, yes. they're most and, and 600 <laughs> from um, Gap. <laughs> Overstock.com. Right. Yes. No, they, that here, I can tell you. Medazolam. Mm-hmm. Any email that was intended for me that needed a response, I'm aware of. Right. <laughs> Not necessarily got a so response, but. Then just mark all of them red. Okay, yeah. here's one from Libsyn. Allison, just do it. Do it. Here's Smart one from, <laughs> Please. Here's one from PayPal. Here's do one from American Al. Express. Here's a oh, yeah. auto confirm from Amazon. My Amazon order is oh, on yeah. its way. Here's one from about. I just select all weekly. and mark red on those. Skin store, right Zoom Absolutely. room, or paperless delete. post. Or just mark all. Why do you even save them? Delete them. Then you kind of have the, the enjoyment. You it's can all sit there and spam. Just swipe, delete them all. Yeah, just swipe, it's delete. Just, it's just enjoyable. Today, Vassar Poo. Do you know how long it would take to do that on 2396 emails? I, that's why, for Actually, me, I always have tons of emails, but as soon as it gets to 1,000, I delete them all. Um, I have a weird little wait, system how in do my you, head. You can't swipe delete. You can only swipe archive. You can, you change, can change that. that. I can take care of that for you. <laughs> Where it's do you setting. do it? Uh, you go into your mail settings, and then you need to go into like the account, and then go into advanced. This could maybe this could maybe, maybe wait. Take, maybe we could take this off air. Yeah, yeah this is yeah, uh, we don't have to delete our inboxes someone here is, on the like, air. Someone is on their phone, like please, no wait, don't take that. You're right. For that reason, we should keep doing it. Okay. So you're in the I'm account. In mail. I, so there's all my accounts. There is a bunch. Okay, so choose the one you want to deal with first mm. okay and then you're gonna get to another screen where it says account mm-hmm. that's right here mm-hmm. i am tap mm-hmm. that okay and then tap advanced tap. advanced mm-hmm. and you see where it says deleted mailbox yes oh sorry oh. go one more down where it says archive mailbox deleted mailbox yes and i have archive mailbox Select on deleted mailbox. okay done and then wow. just back on out of there done backing on out beep 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 <laughs> it's the sound of me Good. backing on out Good. and now when you swipe it'll delete It'll just completely go away. Yes. There. Ooh. And now you have to do that for each of your accounts, but now you can. Now you only have to do that two thousand three hundred times. Oh my gosh! This is one more person is organized today. You've done your superhero. I can sleep well. I can sleep well. Thank you, Al. Um, you guys, it's time to get sad. So, but it's also time to feature a fun dog. You are a dog. Same time. You are a doggy dog Okay. 
Don't oh, do you and Jenna harmonize with two balls. Oh, right. okay, I know, I didn't sing that part. That's what you is. You are a dog. You are a dog. What if it never repeats? You are a dog. I don't think it does. We'll have to sit here till the next episode. You are a dog. Okay. It could also be a, a bed under what if you were to have that if play I while you started start talking, talking uh, 16 measures earlier. <laughs> well, I know, but we were going to harmonize them with poop on your butt. Okay. All right. Next show. Next show. Uh, for sure. Okay. So um, this is the segment where I feature adoptable dogs at the Downey shelter. My friend, Laura Logan, it Laura Logan is on. Not Laura Logan. CNN. I wish. But she came up recently. Yeah. Last week when you messed it up. I think <laughs> she came up. <laughs> My friend Laura London is a dog trainer who is working with dogs at the Downey Shelter and other shelters, and they're part of the training program. And she makes them more adoptable, and it is awesome that she's doing this. Um, and anyway, if you are thinking at all of adopting a dog, especially from the Downey Shelter, now would be a very good time because. And here's uh, what she said in her tweet. No, her text, sorry, to me. The shelter's over capacity and dogs are going to die this week, cats too. Hence the sad part. Yeah, that was a thought of like, uh, I feel horrified. And yet, this is is like the sort of thing that I said from the beginning with this segment. The realities of the way that shelters work, it's very upsetting, and yet it happens on such a humongous scale. And then I start to think, think about all the horrible things that happen in the world. It's overwhelming. But you know what? You're making a difference for one dog, and you're making you're saving one dog's life, and you're making room for another dog to be you in there. You can't save everybody, but you can save one. one. Or two. Or two. Yes. Okay. So anyway, but yeah, that... That text has been um, been upsetting me. So uh, there's a sort of an urgency about going and adopting, if that's something that you are interested in doing. And the dog that I want to tell you about today is named Roberto, and he's Pitbull. He's four years old. Look how cute he is, everyone in the room. So cute. And I will post a photo. Aww. That face, I know. Roberto. face oh. is kind of overwhelmingly sweet and it tugs at your heartstrings. So anyway, he was very shy, but he's coming out of his shell. And let me find what she said about him. She said, he started terrified and he'd pee when she came to put him on a mm-hmm. leash, but now he's happy and wiggly. He's still not sure how to play, but he tries. He can do sit, touch, focus, and down. Um, so really, you have to go see this face because it'll make you go, oh, like that. Because he's got like puppy dog eyes um and you can find out more about him by going to shelterme.com slash downy slash roberto training program so again that's shelterme.com slash downy slash roberto training program there will be a link on my website uh go check it out and open up your heart to an adoptable dog why don't you hmm what have i missed is there anything else in the Apple settings that we haven't covered? <laughs> <laughs> Tune in change, next week. You can change your notifications. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I mentioned the mm-hmm. t-shirts. I mentioned the other stuff. Mm-hmm. We'd not, I mean, I, I don't think we played the ringtone. Hey. Nope. Hey. Hey. Go fuck yourself. And also. 
You can get these on my website, on Gumroad, on iTunes. It's all there. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F-Show at gmail.com. Mentioned it before, but I'm going to say it again. Subscribe if you like what you're hearing. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Um, and also... Click through the Amazon banner. It helps out the show so much. Thank you. Jeff, where should we go to find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox and also Dequants on the Snappy. <laughs> <laughs> Dequants, where can we find you? Well, uh, Dequants on the Snappy, uh, Daniel Quants does Dequants on the part, Insty. Does Dequants the, refer to himself in the third person? Sorry to interrupt your plug. Dequants does. Dequants does. Yeah. 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 When uh, Dequants is hanging around, Dequants does what Dequants. Yeah. Dequants likes to snap it. Does Dequants and Nibbles McGee do they get along? Oh no! I don't know if they've been in the same room together at the same time. I don't think they have. Yeah, I don't know if Dequants would. Dequants might be a little much for for Nibbles. Nibbles is an a solitary. Nibbles comes. Nibbles comes out at night. She's Yeah. yeah. She sneaks around in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> um, Daniel Quant's on the Twitter and the Insty and the Nibbles uh, is like a silverfish. <laughs> That's she's in whacking your, she's her with in a, your with book a, book bindings, and she doesn't want to be seen. I, I keep whacking her with a rolled up magazine. <laughs> um, she keeps coming back. Um, and uh, you know thequants where I occasionally will put an article or something up. Oh yes, ask me questions. Oh my god, this is At- a long plug, <laughs> but I love it. Yeah, Jesus. Remember that part where you said how eloquent and beautiful I am on I, your? It was a deleted tweet. <laughs> ah shit. <laughs> Uh, ask me questions, and I'm going to have a regular uh, thing where I answer questions. I'll I- answer uh, any question. <laughs> Al? Listen up, folks. I am now at the hashtag Al on all social media platforms, especially Snapchat. Oh, my gosh. It's a very scary Dequants on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna? Uh, you should follow hashtag Al on Snapchat and also all other social social media platforms. Social media platforms. <laughs> um, if you are looking for more fun in your life, why not listen to our podcast? Sorry, not sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. Um, it is available to be listened to two episodes a week. It is at jennakimjones.com slash podcast or iTunes or Google Music Play or whatever that's called and other places too. Oh, yes. I am in Google Music Play. Is that what it is? I, no, I think it's Google, Google Play, Play Music. Music. Yeah, as well. Wow. <laughs> it's that? like the Android's version of uh, iTunes, right, Jeff? Yes. Sorry, I'd, I'd already packed up and gone home, but <laughs> let's Jeff keep doing the show. <laughs> he had to walk all the way back up the stairs. <laughs> Raphael, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. This was really fun. Really great. Good job. Would you like to plug anything? Uh, yeah, first of all, thank you guys for having me and to Jimmy Pardo for doing Podcastathon and allowing me to bid on the opportunity to come here. Um, you already mentioned it before, but uh, you guys should listen to the Best Friends Fancast if you don't uh, get enough Allison Rosen talk in your life. And I do just want to shout out to the original JMO Patrol. Uh, so that's Ashley, Brianne, Jason, especially Megan and Lisa. And shout out to Leanne, Laura, Ray, Jen, Brittany and everyone else who fucks with me on Twitter. And shout out to my friend Josie. I love all nice. of those people. Yeah. Yes. The is, Al- yeah. There's the, the best community springs up around this show. And I feel like we're so lucky to uh, have them. 
and all the listeners. Thank you. I am giving myself all the credit. So now we're going to take an intermission and we'll be back for part two. No. Thank you guys for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? Rosen is your new best friend.